On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, how much stock should we take into preseason wins and losses? How seriously should we evaluate certain players, especially those that will be playing on this team throughout the entirety of the season? Do, do we freak out when they lose? Do we freak out when the Lightning win? Do we freak out when players don't have a good preseason? We'll talk about all of that and more in today's episode. Please go ahead, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Follow us wherever podcasts are distributed. It is free. We are also on YouTube as well. And go ahead and follow us on our social media accounts at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. So without further ado, here's season three of Locked On Lightning. Let's play that music. Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Happy Season 3. This is, I can't believe I'm saying it, Season 3 of Locked On Lightning is finally upon us. Just would like to thank all of you at the top of the show just for all your support over the last couple of seasons. It's been a a bumpy ride with our first season If some of you are joining us for the first time, welcome. Uh, Please like and subscribe, follow us, do all that. Uh, It was a bumpy ride to start the show. Uh, I'll I'll be 100% honest. Uh, I got hired in February of 2020, uh, a week or two after the Super Bowl ended. And then a month later, as soon as like we got the, the the show running and all of that, uh, COVID hit, and that was that. Um, so, but we we stuck through it, and then two Stanley Cup championships later, as well as a bunch of interviews and just great. You know, we it, it has been a blast to have all of you come and listen to us on each and every episode and support us on the social media channels. So. Once again, uh, just want to say thank you to all of you who have come in and listened to all the episodes. When I look at some of the statistics to the to the listenership, it is it still blows me away, uh, to say the least, just how many of you are tuning in on a daily basis or just on an episode to episode basis. Uh, As the season starts, it is officially I guess we could do we call preseason the season? Uh, That is a question we are going to discuss on today's show, because as I said in the intro, do we should we take a lot of stock in wins and losses in the preseason? Should we look, especially at last night's 3-1 loss to the Carolina Hurricanes as something to be concerned about? And... Obviously, the the answer is not as simple as what I'm about to say. And the answer is no, we shouldn't. Um, Because if you look at the the roster, 
from last night, and I think this is the roster that Coach John Cooper is going to go with uh, for the duration of the preseason as we kind of get into uh, the cut days uh, later on the preseason, especially when they play Florida. I think really you're not going to see a lot of the starters and a lot of the veterans on the ice throughout this preseason for a number of reasons. Uh, one of those is which is guys like Andre Vasilevsky, Steven Stamkos. You want to save those guys for the regular season, especially Steven Stamkos, who we're, we're all familiar with his injury history. We don't have to go into detail on this show, but you don't want to risk anything with the captain, especially in these games where they don't mean anything. They really don't. For the at least for the veterans, for these seasoned veterans that we've had on this team for a while now. Not to say that we won't see some of the stars play eventually, maybe in the, the last two games, but you're not gonna see Victor Hedman. If he if you do, it's not gonna be significant ice time. He might get maybe the maybe two shifts, maybe three. Uh Andre Vasilevsky, I would be shocked if he is in the crease at all during this preseason. Patrick Maroon, maybe. Maybe you'll see him in the last preseason game. Corey Perry, you might see him in the last preseason game. Belmare, might see him. Guys like that, especially those fourth-line potential guys, projected guys, might see him. The preseason is more for the prospects and the younger players on this team that have played a significant amount of time but you're still looking for them to kind of take the leadership role and this is what coach cooper is looking at at this team he's looking for <coughs> excuse me he's looking for some of these younger players like matthew joseph bear boulet uh ross colton by the way, had a great interview with Ross Colton a couple of weeks back. If you haven't tuned that out, if you haven't tuned into that, please go ahead and, and take a look at that. We'll have the YouTube from that, uh, the, the video and audio from that up uh, hopefully soon. We're still kind of in in the works of, of launching. We, we have some stuff on the YouTube channel. We had uh, Kenny Albert up there. Uh, we'll have uh, the, the Ross Colton uh, audio and video up as well as Corey Perry's um, up on there so keep an eye out for, for that but guys like Danny Walcott Jack Finley guys like that those those are the players who are still young like Jack Finley I think it's going to be a player that was the second round draft pick last year for the Tampa Bay Lightning I'm curious as to what Coach Cooper will do with him because everything that is being talked about with Finley, very positive, going to be a very good player in terms of being a two-way forward, has a big physical presence on the ice. And I'm curious how they're going to be able to use him. And I, I would not be surprised if we see Finley, especially with injuries and all that, I would not be surprised if we see Finley later on in the season. Now, yes, he's he's still relatively young, but that's that's what's been the secret recipe for this team the last couple of years, especially last season, throwing these players into the fire that are young. 
I mean, we saw Mikhail Sergachev early on in his career. We've, we've seen it with Braden Point. We've seen it with Andre Palat. We saw it with Bear Boulay last season. Matthew Joseph last two seasons. Danny Walcott last season. Ross Colton last season as well. And look how that worked out. These guys significantly got better because of that. And that's what it comes down to. I think if you're going to look at these at this preseason with any grain of significance, you have to look at the young players, the very young players. Like the Houdins, like the Radishes, the Rifors, the, even the Bear Boulets who were here last season. These guys, see how they progress throughout the, throughout the preseason. I wouldn't be surprised if some of them get sent up a little early to, to, to Syracuse. But at the same time, you have to play them considering I, if I were at least John Cooper, I would not play Victor Hedman. Uh, Ryan McDonough is not going to see any ice for me. Andre Vasilevsky, I would tell him, don't even bother to show up to the arena for these games. I doubt these guys are even showing up anyways. Uh, you will not see some of these big name guys until opening night against Pittsburgh. I, I, I guarantee it. I, I, I really think that winning two cups in 10 months, everything with COVID, now we got an 82-game season plus the Winter Olympics ahead of us. It's going to be a very exhausting season for the NHL, especially for this Tampa Bay Lightning team. That's not to say that this team is not going to be successful. They're going to be successful. They and I've said it on other shows. I've said it on the Locked On NHL spot, uh, which if, you, if you're not aware for our first time listeners, if you're listening, I am the co-host for the Locked On NHL uh, national channel on Thursdays with Locked On Avalanche host Chris Masilli. Every Thursday we come on, we talk about the, the biggest news around the NHL. We talk, uh, we'll be doing a new segment this year where our show will be... I guess you could say our, our, our Thursday spot will be the specialized spot of the week where we discuss the power rankings. Uh, this, this week we'll be discussing top five teams in the NHL going into the season, as well as we'll be discussing with uh, Rangers goalie Henrik Lundqvist set to get his jersey retired this year. Uh, we'll be discussing the youngest play, the, the players that we think will get their number retired eventually. Uh, and the max, you know, the qualifications for that was that the max amount of years for it to be kind of entertaining is that they could only, they have to be five years and under in the league. So check into that. There might be surprises there. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll get into the season uh, in the next segment. I'll talk about how, what the expectations for the Lightning are going into this regular season. And we'll, we'll discuss this throughout the preseason as we lead up and build up towards the regular season matchup against the Penguins on opening night. Uh, I will talk about all that continuously uh, going forward. But first, uh, let's talk about some of today's sponsors. First off, today's sponsor is DirecTV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love 
without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream and it brings your TV live and on-demand favorites together like never before so you could watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and what's the best part? I'll tell you the best part. There's no annual contract. Gotta hate those annual contracts. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more of DirecTV at all, all, all the great things it has to offer at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Moving on to our second sponsor of the day. If you are a regular listener of Lockdown Lightning, you already know one of our favorite sponsors on the show, even though they all are great. But one of the OG sponsors who's been around since day one since we launched the show, that is Built Bar. And why have they been around since day one? Because they are the best protein bar in the world in the galaxy, in any alternative reality that you choose to live in, Built Bar is the best there is out there. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone when you talk to a Built Bar fan, such as myself. We're definitely passionate about our favorites. Some of my favorite flavors are cookies and cream, German chocolate, and my favorite, the cherry Barcia. Uh, if you haven't tried all the flavors, you could get a mixed box where you get two of each or, uh, of the nine flavors. Not only are the are these bars deliciously tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macro. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors. All tasty, all healthy. Did you know that also Built Bar is the official protein bar of the US track and field team? So that shows you how healthy these things are. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, now jumping back into segment two here on Locked on Lightning, I wanna discuss expectations for this season. Now, we, we, we discussed in the, the first half of the show about how the expectations that we should have for the preseason, as well as how seriously should we be taking the preseason? Well, things ramp up as soon as the regular season starts. We all know this. And coming off of two straight cup wins, long playoff runs, it's tough. It's going to be a tough road ahead for this team and I will tell you exactly why because when you have been the top dog for as long as this team has especially after everyone has repeatedly counted this team out I I mean let's face it when I started Locked on Lightning the mood in Bolts Nation was not good the the confidence was at an all-time low if you don't know what I'm talking about the Lightning were fresh off blowing that first round series against Columbus. We all know what happens. We don't have to go into it. Uh, Even though I do want to examine that series at some point, I think what we will do at some point in the season, probably maybe the Olympic break, if there's enough time for it, I really want to go over, (coughs) excuse me. I really want to go over the last three seasons with this team. I want to discuss how they were at the top of the world, top of the NHL world, 
in terms of win, loss, and points. And then they plummet it right down to earth as soon as you could say playoff. And then they turned around. And the story of that season, 2020, 2019, 2020, was redemption. And then last season was 2020, 2021. The story was, let's prove it wasn't a fluke. And what is the story for this season? I don't know. I, I I guess if we had to put a stamp on it, I would say legacy. Where does the Tampa Bay Lightning fall in terms of the the other great teams in NHL history? <clears throat> and why am I bringing up legacy? Why am I bringing up historical significance when it comes to this team? Because that is going to be something that John Cooper, even though he might never, ever admit it, that's something that maybe some of the players on this team might not ever, ever admit until it's all said and done. But this team is in the midst of possibly, possibly calling themselves one of the greatest NHL teams of all time. And why am I saying that? And, and you're probably, if you're listening to this in the car, if you're listening to this at home or whatever the case may be, you're probably asking yourself, Adam, why does that matter? Why are we even having this discussion? Because it's significant. It, it's something that needs to be discussed. The Lightning have done something that no team in the NHL has ever done, and that is win two championships in the span of a calendar year or any sports team has ever done. No, no North American team has ever won two championships in the span of a calendar year. Ever. And if the Lightning could play their way back into the Stanley Cup final once again and win a third straight championship not only will that be significant within itself and important and, and compare the Tampa Bay Lightning to some of the greater teams in NHL history, but the fact that we're talking about them doing this within the time frame that they've done it, it it's still mind-blowing to think about. It really, really is. And I think that a lot of people miss that, that point because of there are a lot of NHL fans and there are people that are serious about this. And, and if you listen to Locked On NHL, especially when I host it, you know that my co-host Chris likes to uh, joke that the first one didn't count because it was in the bubble. But he knows that that was probably one of the more uh, more difficult ones that a team has ever won. But there are people in the NHL world, believe it or not, that do not believe that the COVID Cup, as I like to call it, is is a legit championship, which I think that if you are one of those people, which you're not because you're listening to Lockdown Lightning and you must be a Lightning fan. But if you are discrediting that, discrediting that you're doing yourself and this team a great injustice. And I think that you should reconsider that. So 
going into this season in terms of expectations, I would have to say, and I hate to, to be the one of bearer of bad news, but I think this is the season where the Tampa Bay Lightning come back down to earth, which is not necessarily a bad thing in the grand scheme of, of when you look at this team over the next couple of years. And I'll tell you why. Because after everything that I've said, it is very apparent that the Tampa Bay Lightning are a tired team. Yes, they are coming off a, a, an offseason. But think about the number of games a lot of these players, these core group of guys, have played over the last couple of years. Especially guys like Corey Perry. Guys like, like Patrick Maroon, who has played in the last three Stanley Cup Finals. Andre Vasilevsky, who has not missed one playoff game. Okay? These guys are tired, and they might not tell you otherwise, and and it will not be an excuse at all. I guarantee you that. But after a while, it takes a toll on you. The game... Now, now back in the day, yes, we used to see three-peats and four-peats a lot. But a lot of that has to go into free agency. Players not really moving as frequent as they are now. Um... Same group of players staying with each other for years. But now the game has evolved. The game has evolved to where every team has at least three lines that could kill you. Back then, it was maybe one or two. And if you had a great goalie, you were guaranteed at least a conference final appearance every couple of years or so. Now, especially with this two goals goalie system, which I am still still very much against. Uh, if you're a frequent listener, uh, you, you know exactly. There are a bunch of teams that could skate very well, that could score very well. And what it comes down to is grittiness. And the Lightning have shown that they are the grittiest team in the NHL, especially after all the flack that they caught after the whole debacle with Columbus. And unfortunately, playing that way for that significant amount of time in this short amount of time period, it takes a toll on you physically, mentally, especially, you know, add a, a worldwide pandemic into the equation there. It's going to take a toll on this team. And now this team is tasked with not only trying to defend their crown once again, but also playing a full 82-game season and then add the Olympics in there. I I don't see how, you know, I, I do still expect an Eastern Conference Finals appearance from this team, 100%. I think that is what the bar is set as. Do I think that they will get to the finals? Ask me then. I don't, we'll, we'll have to see what the matchup is. First of all, they have to get to the conference finals. Um, as for what they do in the regular season, I firmly believe that this team has a shot at the division title, as well as the president trophy. I said on Locked On NHL, here's a little, uh, you know, the, the, the episode doesn't drop till tomorrow, but I predicted at the end of the show, and, I, and I'll give you a little prediction here, Lightning will finish the season with 98 points. And I think that is just enough to win the Atlantic Division. 
So I'll talk into more with predictions, mainly player predictions, how some players will play, how will they get used, all that more to end the show. But first, I want to talk about our last sponsor for the day, and that is betonline.ag. This NHL season, we're back and better than ever, and all eyes are on the on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season as well as another NHL season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action as well as the NHL action. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds and props and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football, everything sports, period. You can bet on almost everything on betonline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100 from football to basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports all your favorite sports bet online your online sports book experts and don't forget to use that promo code locked on that promo code locked on all right so we're gonna end things here wrap things up a little bit first by talking about some player predictions and i'm gonna make it short and sweet and i'll elaborate on all of these as we kind of get closer to the season you know i originally said I don't know if I was on another show or if it was on this, but I'll say it again. I originally said that I thought that Andre Vasilevsky had a shot at breaking the season record for most wins by a goaltender. Now, if we were not talking about a, an Olympic year as well as coming off two straight cups in the span of a calendar year, I would say yes, that that is... It's. I would say that's probably you could almost pencil Vazzy in for that. But this year, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to get enough starts. I would say the most starts Vazzy is going to get is probably 45. And you're probably shaking your head saying, well, he's our number one goaltender. He needs to play a lot of games, which he will. He will, but... John Cooper, I believe at this point, realizes how important Andre Vasilevsky is to the team. All the players do. Uh, He is the best goaltender in the world, regardless of who has won the Vezina over the last two years. I believe he will win the Vezina this year. I, I believe that this will be a year in which the league says, oops, my bad. All he has to do is have a regular Vasilevsky type year. Um, a lot of it, it seems to me over the last couple of years that wins clearly don't mean anything for the voters when when we're talking about the Vezina Trophy because uh, Vasilevsky has led the, the the league, all the goaltenders in the league in wins over the last couple of years, and has not won the Vezina. Uh, this it, it seems though, as save percentage is more of a factor, as well as you know what you have around you. And a lot of people look at Andre Vasilevsky as kind of being his situation being a lot easier than most just because of who he plays for. And I think you're doing a great goaltender, a great injustice by doing that. Uh, 
Andre, the, the, the Vezina Trophy is awarded to the best goaltender in the league, not the goaltender with the least around of him. Um, so hopefully, you know, I, I, I fully expect the league to, like I said, to have a kind of oops, are bad. Here's here's one for the last couple of years uh, moment for Andre Vasilevsky. I don't think he's going to get up there and wins as we normally see him. I expect Brian Elliott to play a lot this year, a lot more than what we saw from Curtis McElhinney a couple of seasons ago. And then from the other round of the team, I think this is Victor Hedman's year to get another Norris trophy. I believe that same thing. I think the league, uh, the voters are going to say, oops, are bad. I think people are starting to realize that they might have screwed Victor Hedman out of a out of a Norris the last couple of years. I believe that he should have won one. I believe it was two years ago uh, when Roman Yossi took it home. I uh, Or it was John Carlson. I think Roman Yossi was this past season. And then the, the previous season was John Carlson. Uh, I, I just think that's, you know, I, I think the NHL voters have gotten to a habit of which where they award the Norris to the best offensive defenseman or just kind of a, you know, let's celebrate your career instead of the current season that you had. Don't get me wrong. Roman Yossi had a great season for Roman Yossi. But if you look at all the other players and all the other defensemen uh, that were in the conversation, I and maybe I'm being a little biased here. I I, I, I think that you know Victor Hedman is still leagues better than than a majority of the defensemen in this league, and he's already in the discussion every year for it. And and I believe that. Really, and, and this also goes back to Vasilevsky, I think really, unless these guys are having complete off seasons or someone's having an, an absolute off the wall season in net or in the back end, I think, I think Andre Vasilevsky and Victor Hedman uh, should be winning these awards on a yearly basis. That's just me. Uh, go ahead and tweet to us at LO underscore lightning on Twitter or send me a message on Twitter as well as at D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. Uh, tweet to, to us or, or me and, and tell us what you think about that. And also give us a good review on iTunes and give us a bad one in my inbox. Uh, so, and then finally to end it, I'm going to make one bold prediction. I don't know how bold this is. I believe it's very bold because the rest of the NHL still, even though every time the last couple of years, the, the, the playoffs roll around, everyone's like, oh, he's a great player. So underrated. I still think people are sleeping on him. And that's Braden Point. I think Braden Point this year puts himself uh, in the elite scorers category in the NHL. And I believe he's going to have a 40-goal season. Braden Point has really molded into one of the finer players in the NHL, signing a big contract this last this past offseason, which he, he definitely 100% deserves. I believe that him, and I would love to see him play on the same line as, as Nikita Kucherov. That would be an absolute killer of a line. Um, I don't know how realistic that would be. Uh, maybe have him center the center with Cooch and Palat on the wings. 
Uh, we'll have to see what Cooper does. He's got a little room to, to kind of play with things this year, so it'll be interesting to see how, how the lines look going in. I don't think that any of the lines that you see in the first couple of weeks of the season are going to be set in stone. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he moves and shuffles things around as he goes ahead to kind of find that sweet spot with everybody as, you know, basically the entire third line from last season is gone in the offseason. So he, he's, you know, this is this could be a good thing. This could also be a bad thing. I believe it's going to be a good thing. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if and, and especially come playoff time, I think that's something that's going to really, really help this team going forward is the ability to move guys around and shuffle up the lineup when need be. Uh, we'll get into all that and more as the preseason progresses. Like I said, I'm not going to put a lot of stock in this preseason. Maybe the last couple of games where you'll see a little bit more of the starters getting some ice time. Maybe a couple of shifts here and there. They're not going to play full games, but uh, keep an eye out for that. And obviously, I will discuss things if they pop up, if they need to be. But in the meantime, we'll be previewing the season as we go ahead. And once again, please like and subscribe. Follow us wherever the podcasts are, are distributed and keep an eye on that YouTube page. Give us a follow as well on there. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Banker. I'll talk to you in there.